Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Bring us uh, in. Continue. I know. Sorry. I have. Uh, it's just like obviously all the news is about the Deshaun Watson news, and I have I have I have first take on on mute on the corner of my eye, and like Stephen A is just animated, and it's just been all morning. This is all they talked about. Only topic. One topic. Just with different people rotating. I know. And rotating I, even heads, yesterday and like, as well. And, and well, I was I was watching a lot of it, clips. Well, it hopped on the end of first take like like live in Molly Q's ear um as it was wrapping up and so you know you knew that was what it was going to be today and that was what the news was yesterday Deshaun had press conferences uh the Haslam's had uh, had had a press conference basically we, the footnote 11 games officially 11 games for Deshaun Watson uh 5 million dollar fine uh Deshaun Watson comes back to play against the Texans. Um, poetic. Uh, seems like a little coincidental. My sister texts me. She goes, think that's coincidental? I'm like... Hey, Luke, what's their next game? I don't know. Who is it? Pretty sure it's the Buccaneers. So that checks. So they don't want to soil Tom Brady's TV. fucking name with him coming back, which is going to... They want Tom Brady to be talked about instead of Deshaun Watson to be talked about. But the lowly Texans... Not only will they not have another storyline on the op- opposing side to talk about, but it's the homecoming, the for some reason revenge game, um, and all of that is going to escalate ratings instead of potentially make them worse. And so it's very scummy because you you'd think they would have doubled it to twelve. Yeah, it's but no, very, it's very weird how it shakes out to that. But um, and that's seven hundred days. Uh, like that'll be 700 days since Deshaun's played ball um, for a he, guy that did not he, look he, sharp in his preseason played. game. Right. So, and here's one thing to uh, very, very important to note before we get into it is this was, um this was like a compromise and agreement that came from the NFL and the NFLPA. The, the second judge that Goodell appointed, correct me if I'm wrong. This was, they didn't make this call the the league and the players association came together and they're like all right we'll do this because as Sorry, i was saying Tampa Bay's the game before go ahead copy that as i was saying on an, on an earlier episode if you, if they get a ruling they don't like the NFLPA would could have slash maybe would have um you know they could have tied it up in federal court and dragged this thing out and so this was the quote unquote compromise between the union yep. and the league. Um, Aiden, uh, your thoughts? I mean, I've been disgusted by the entire situation. I've seen reactions on both sides. I've seen people say that this was exactly how it should be. And I, th- I think one of the through lines I've seen on ESPN, and maybe it's like a company line, is like them really focusing on the compromise. And people have been throwing and bandying the word win a lot. They're saying this is a win on both sides. You know, the NFL gets gets to look good. They know what they want or they they had to fight it to look good. And then the it was a negotiation with the compromise. So obviously the Watson team won on their side with that. And I'm like, nobody's fucking winning. What do we talk? Why is that a word that we're throwing out there? This isn't a win. No, not enough talk is about the women, about what's happening there. Um, 11 games is pitiful. $5 million, um, in my opinion, after getting like a record setting guaranteed deal that fucked the entire league, to be honest. And all the owners hate the Browns now, the Haslam's. I think 5 million is not enough. You have Sam Ocho on ESPN talking about how important $5 million and how big of a deal it is. I've never liked one fucking take that guy's ever made. Oh, I like Sam Macho, but I I really don't like Sam Macho. I did not hear that take from him. I think he's one of my least favorite um, analysts. Um, Yeah. I I mean, some of the things, I think he does a great job. I think he has a great voice and I think he has a, he does a great job of saying, um, hot button things that potentially draw a lot of attention, which is what he's trying to do. He's trying to build his brand, but he did have some good things to say about like procedural things and all this. And he definitely made sure to mention the women and how like, it's not forgivable, but he was like making the comment about how Deshaun 
played on a rookie contract where he didn't make five million dollars or something for oh, the first two years. That's and I'm like, Who what cares? a fucking stupid ass talking point. Fuck five you. million. That's is not a drop the point. He got rewarded for bad behavior. He hadn't even played in a fucking year, and he got that contract. No, he had no. never gone. He had never. Did he ever win a playoff game for the Houston Texans? That I off the top of my head, I don't recall him winning one. Like, he might have and one. he's gonna get he all that one. money. Whatever. I'm pretty disgusted by the whole situation. He did, like I kind of threw in earlier when Luke was trying to talk. Uh, he didn't look sharp in the preseason. So what are we like? Are we expecting him to come light the world on fire after missing half the game and not being able to even practice until like a week before against this team, against his old team? You know what I mean? Well, here's what's up. They're no, going to be used not to a backup per Mr. Haslam himself. And we Deshaun, need to talk about the Haslam's Deshaun's, too. Sorry. Deshaun's going to be their quarterback for the next 10 years. So right. this has been their plan all along, which sounds scummy and is basically what he said. And and was, you know, the ha- Mr. Haslam made sure to note that Deshaun's 26, you know, he's a kid and, you know, like he's growing as a person. And If any of my kid friends did what he was alleged of, I would not talk to them anymore. And then Mrs. Haslam, after after dude had said a bunch of stupid shit, was like, and we're donating yes. money to a local thing to prevent, basically to prevent the things that lead to sexual like, assault, right? Yes. It's like, so it it's was, like, it's all very, it's all very like. Let's walk through that press conference because it please, had Andrew please. Barry as well, the GM. So it had both of the Haslams, yeah. D. Haslam and Jimmy Haslam. I also want to say. The reporters that talked to Deshaun right when this came out and then the Haslam's following, like right when the news dropped, were crushing it for the most part. They a did couple a great people job. a couple Some people threw a couple people threw softballs to get their quote about other bullshit. Um but everybody else was like cooking them. And it was I was very, very pleased. So before we talk about that press conference, um, I will first reiterate, and I'm pulling up Deshaun's statement. I'll first reiterate that they paraded Deshaun out there before the first preseason game with a female reporter um, for like three softball questions where he expressed his remorse to Mm -hmm. any of the women affected, which a lot of people took that as the women who alleged that they were assaulted, right? (laughs) Not according to what he said yesterday. Exactly. I'm going to build up to that. So that's what most of the people assume. Um, And during this interview, this softball interview, he doesn't even make eye contact with the camera. He just fucking gives these fuck off answers. You can obviously tell that this was done because part of his initial ruling was due to him lacking any remorse for these uh, women and for what had happened. Right. And also, and also in his initial presser, he, he quote stood on his innocence and that when they, when he was was introduced to the team, when he was introduced to the team. Yes. And And then before these, uh, before these press conferences yesterday, there's a statement officially released by the team's statement from Deshaun Watson. I'm grateful that the disciplinary process has ended and extremely appreciative of the tremendous support I have received throughout my short time with the Browns organization. I apologize once again for any pain this situation has caused. I take accountability for the decisions I made. My focus going forward is on working to become the best. For, okay, then the company lines. Best version of myself. Best right, he said that a lot. Be. Yeah, That's what everybody said. That's the thing. So he said, I apologize and I take accountability in this statement. So that's flip, flop, flip, flop, snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, A lot of people keep taking this as he's apologizing to these women. Then when they interviewed Deshaun Watson, and I think similar time frame to when they interviewed the Haslam's and the GM, they got Deshaun Deshaun right out the gate. I don't even know if he, I don't even know if he'd gone to the locker room to sign the fucking deal yet. The, the, like, it was like, hot it was like and like and i don't even know why they did the press conferences i would have let that sit for a little bit before i had him talk but they the clamoring was there um so he goes out there he says he's thankful for the disciplinary process ending they say like they i don't remember the exact he's moving like questions yeah and he basically said well i've always been able to stand on my innocence no Um, he's like i I can yeah right he's like i continue to stand you know uh stand on my innocence a person's allowed to stand on their innocence like uh something along those lines about like like 
he wasn't proven guilty illegally and like stuff like that. He's like, essentially saying like, I didn't. He do goes, it. I've proven that on in the in the legal side, and now like because I I've listened to it a bunch because it's been on you know I watch ESPN all day so. Yes. So my thing is this: he, I think from his point of view, he has been consistent. He has said, "I'm sorry if you were triggered by this," which he's is literally saying, a word he used. He literally he is because they're like calling him out. They're like, they're like Deshaun, like, uh, like, have you apologized? Like, I did apologize. Just people didn't really, maybe they didn't hear it as an apology, but I did. And they're like, "Who'd you apologize? Who are you apologizing to?" He's like, "To, to everybody, to all, to the women, to all women." That you know, a lot of people were triggered. To everybody affected he's, by this, he, even you. Yeah, to like a dude reporter. Yeah, like, dude, it was fuck. Okay, so let me get through this real quick. He so, struggles when he's just there without somebody like right. Exactly, without the lines. He, you can I tell think you, he's when very he anxious stood, when he said "stand on his innocence." You could, I feel like he was like, "Oh, I fucked up. I'm not saying that anymore." Well, his and, like, voice I could, shook. A few I could times read too. his eyes. He's like, "Ah, fuck. I wasn't supposed to say that one." Here's the thing. I think a lot of people have interpreted what's happened as him saying, "I'm innocent." Okay, it happened. I'm whatever happened happened. I'm sorry he's to not, those women. He's not going to finish to guilt. Sorry. And then bad, right, I'm saying public perception is he's claimed innocence. Then he said I'm sorry to the women affected by his actions, not just women in general. Then he claimed his innocence. Then they said sorry again in the interview. Then he claimed his innocence, which is pissing people off. I think from his weird perception, the whole time he's been like, I'm innocent. Sorry if you if anyone was triggered by this shit, but I'm innocent, and I think that is the 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 difference in public perception and how Deshaun views it. I think it's absolutely fucked that my take is this: if he's gonna claim innocence like this, he has to have said that to the organization at some point, and if not, then he's the fucking idiot because. They obviously structured his contract as such so that he wouldn't get hit. They knew that penalty penalties were going to be levied. They were coming. Um, my take is why are the Haslam's having him put out these contradictory statements to then have him go contradict them immediately in person? It's making him and the organization look so bad as if it already wasn't terrible. And it's, I don't know. It's making this thing even bigger than it was. Well, it's it's, it's it's a it's proving a real dichotomy. It's like it's like Correct. you're you're presenting us with two separate personas uh, of somebody that is already super controversial. So, like there and and that that's been very clear. So like there's there's the there's there's Deshaun in front of a camera, and then there's the other guy, and the Deshaun you're trying to pitch to us is 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 a guy that we can you know consider forgiving you know what i'm not you know what i'm saying like it's a it's a person that seems contrite it's a person who's like all right maybe you know what i mean like uh, as a as a whole that person is a lot better than than the person who Hmm. comes out and is like I'm not not saying that I'm not. That's what they're trying to put out there, see what I'm and saying? I'm not buying it. Yes, no, 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 I don't totally. Believe a word no, he says. Well, well, me either, because then he comes out, yeah. and then him personally, from the horse's mouth, says some pretty different shit. So I think if if he was actually acting the way that he's presented in these lawyer statements and company statements, the general public, not saying me, not saying Aiden, but the general public would have an easier time swallowing and forgetting. And maybe they still will. I, you know, it's gross to say, but maybe they still will. But I think anybody with two eyes and major, major media who is also not letting this slide is like, this is kind of fucked up. Like, and also, if you were, if you were all hot and rearing to appeal the four-game suspension and you got 11 and you feel cool with it from the horse's mouth. You're okay with it, but can't speak on whether or not you think the punishment is fair. That's from that same interview, but you got, you're signing it. You're signed, sealed, delivered 11 games. It's $5 million. It's over. What does that say? You see what I'm saying? Because if you were uncool with four, because you're innocent and then you got 11 and you're innocent, but you're chill. It sounds like, you know, it sounds like it sounds like you know you should have gotten the whole season and you were gonna fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I, by the way, he publicly was uncool with the six game initial, but privately they were obviously celebrating because they 
had a pre-statement saying that we think the NFL should accept this and we we will not uh Did I say four not, games? Sorry. Yeah, you said four. We will not go against this initial ruling. Remember how the NFLPA and Watson's camp came out like in like the day before the six. Oh game? yeah, like, yeah, that's right. So, they were so, like pu- they were like, like we're not gonna argue with Yes, because yes, they would have they would have went against it. I'm I'm lacking the word, uh like not sued. Um Appeal. Opposed the ruling. Appealed. Yes. They would have appealed it if they if he would have been like, Oh, I'm innocent. I deserve nothing. So it's very contradictory. Um he's just going snip, snap, snip, snap on us. It's pissing me off. The next thing and the last thing we'll talk about is the Haslam's slash GM press conference. Now we don't have it up with all the quotes, so we're gonna go off memory. It may not be verbatim. Quotes are everywhere. Everybody's gonna be covering. Everyone's this talking about this. We're not gonna break anything. Um, we're not gonna break. We're it. not gonna have a take that's different than somebody said it. You know what I mean? I somebody mean, said it. I want our two cents because we've been following. But I, I want to talk on it for and sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, and it's so like, at the end of the day, if nobody's listening to this, this is for me and you to go back and like timestamp every season of the NFL. And I want to like, I, I you know this is our this is our autobiography, dude. Any podcast you do like consistently is your autobiography. So I want to like totally be like, what did what did. What did Luke and Aiden say about this unprecedented fucking shit in the NFL? You know what I mean? Our livelihood is right here on NFL Man. And make no mistake, we're not going to be on the wrong side of history for siding with these women. And n- n- make no mistake, this has been handled terribly. It, it's 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 terribly. Like, look, legal side, legal side. The dude is clear. By the way, Luke, how much did they pay Peter Harvey to not even make a ruling? Because they they negotiated a compromise. How much do you think they paid him? What do you mean? I I think that they, he didn't I, do it. He I didn't know he make didn't a do ruling. It, but I know he didn't do it. But I thought that I thought that them coming to a compromise preceded whatever ruling was going to happen. I didn't think there was a. Time I mean, table. maybe. I, I guess, that, but like, I'm just Goodell saying had they hired paid the him arbitrator. Yeah, but he never made a ruling. Is all I'm saying. So oh, like he you got mean he got hired to not for even nothing. make a ruling? I understand. Yeah. Yeah, because they negotiated. Good for them. So, how much was that? Millions to not even oh, levy definitely a ruling. Millions, definitely. Well, millions. Let, all right. So, let's talk about the Haslam's. Um, so, Jimmy made a comment about like, well, hell, he's a young guy. What in America are people just not supposed to get second chances? I mean, I hired Kareem Hunt. What was that worked out great? And I'm like, my friend, Kareem Hunt, my friend, astray. my friend. That is not the uh, the the argument talking point that you thought it was. That's not necessarily a good thing. Like, like yeah, yes, everybody's hot. Like, it worked out, but you're saying that you're willing to take abusers onto your team wholesale um, and uh, try to rehabilitate them. That is the counterpoint to what you're trying to say. And I look and and if if said in, there's no good it's just way. Not there's a great no good argument. way to present it because yes, people like it, it's there's a lot of instances of teams really rehabilitating people from like you know. L- Chris Carter got a second start in his career after some t- fucked up shit. Jared Allen got a second start in his career. The Vikings after like, you know, multiple. DUIs. Yeah, but what, that saying, wasn't, I understand. that wasn't abuse against women. It and wasn't, he's using, I wasn't, yeah, I know. but I'm saying I understand thematically that can work, but with the way he presented it and what he's talking about was like gross. That's all. Yeah, I get it. And I think we're on the same page. I just think that's not the, the talking point you thought it was my friend. And then D Aslam. So part of this ruling, the $5 million uh, penalty, what i said she snuck in at the end there they were like we'll make sure she's out there too and she said stupid shit too um so five million dollars from deshaun one million from the nfl and one million from the haslams is going to be bundled together to make seven to go to women's organizations to prevent sexual assault and trafficking and stuff so then d haslam at one point if i'm not mistaken starts rambling about like human trafficking and she's like this is the real problem that we should be talking about is this is human and i'm like okay so that's a bit of deflection of course that's an issue and i'm okay with you donating the money but you're deflecting from deshaun well look at what jimmy the reporter i'll say the reporter called her out on it and said like basically this money is being used to like soften the penalty and stuff or something along those lines she goes I, I wasn't watching. I was listening to it, and I'm I'm assuming she li- quite literally clutched her pearls and goes, "No, no, the money was already decided. We were already gonna donate the money." And dude, it was such a like, I got caught. I'm a rich person trying to buy my way out of it, and like 
yeah, you were just randomly going to donate a million of your dollars to human trafficking uh, organizations to stop it before this shit. No, that was not going to happen. This is you paying for your sins. This is well. Good. Let me. You want to talk about? Def- you well. You want to talk about deflection? Like Haslam out the gate. Jimmy Haslam out the gate. Like one of the first things he said in that thing was, um, they they asked him a question. He's like, you know, and we also got. A lot of other really good football players out here about like pract- about to practice and yada yada yada, and it's like, yeah, we know we don't want to talk are we about. Here? We- Come on, dude! What a weird thing to say. And it's like I, I understand. It's just like it I just- wish it- nothing but it- the worst for these Browns. I'm sorry, but it's just like Remember- every single person that spoke just felt so out of touch with fucking reality. And look, and here's what's up: it's because they're playing it solely as businessman. I can appreciate I can appreciate a free market. I can appreciate business. I can appreciate ec- like X's and O's and I can appreciate like product and sell and here's what I paid, here's what I'm getting returned. This all looks great on paper. The fact of the matter is this isn't fucking for me, my brain, this isn't Jay and Silent Bob merch. Like this isn't fucking this isn't fucking like, you know, groceries. This is very, very, very human stories. And like and and it's just like when people say that stuff, people in positions of power, all of these people in big positions of power uh, say that stuff. They just they seem like they're just speaking from a place that the general fucking public cannot relate to. Yep. I agree. <clears throat> it's all fucked. I, I urge you to like go back two seasons and see how high on the Browns I was. Cause I love Ohio sports teams Same. and they're in their I AFC. Even, I even came and around on they Baker. were doing, they were doing the right things at the time. In my opinion, they were doing the right things. The cream hunt thing was a little gross. Um, it was, you know, picking him up off the cheap after the chiefs rightfully dumped him immediately. Um, <laughs> again, the Kareem hunt thing is not what you think it is. You should not have used that as your talking point. It's whatever, a man. Weird thing to say. What? What? It all just—if you just want to simmer the broth and distill it into a glaze. Deshaun Watson got paid a record-breaking, player-friendly contract, almost a hundred percent due to his poor actions and misbehavior, because he drove up a bidding war because the Houston's had to get rid of him. Here's what I hear. Here's what I hear too. He's being when, rewarded when- for bad behavior. Jimmy just exposed his math to me and, and the decision because I always wondered about the decision. I'm like, you're going to pay all this money for this dude to maybe not even play for a year? That there, that he literally just revealed to us the long game. He said, this guy's 26. Yeah. He's going to be our quarterback for 10 years. In their X's and O's, eating eating 11 games of, of, 10, of 10 seasons, they can probably get two, three Super Bowls. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't know. Here's another thing, and this was going to be my my not-so-bold take that I'm going to publicly put out there. I think that this situation, from what I'm seeing written on his body and his face to Sean Watson, I think this situation is going to break him athletically. I don't think he's going to handle it. I he don't looks, think he can handle it. I know. I think, I, I, how can, I, how can and you? I don't even feel bad saying it, to be honest, but I think I think the mental health aspect of this is going to – stop his career i think he's never gonna be what he could have been i think he will not do you think he'll be struggling with mental health i'm i'm asking yes yes i think speak to me from a psychology standpoint i i I can already see his anxiety i understand anxiety and he's gonna come back and that yes people are saying that like yeah if he comes back and plays well and he's a model citizen no one will even remember it bullshit this will be with him forever Teams opposing fans are going to be chanting shit just like the Jacksonville crowd. The broadcasting booth, the interview people are going to ask questions about this. He will never escape this, and I think it will overwhelm him, and I don't think he will achieve the things that Jimmy Haslam is expecting him to achieve, which is why he took on this risk as a player with such a big contract and such a big negative public perception. I think the mental health aspect is going to um stymie i guess is the word i'm looking for it's a good word his career that's it that i don't was my know bold take i don't know if um i don't know if that's the case i just know that a dude who did have 
uh, DeAndre Hopkins and a dude that did have J.J. Watt on a defense and like stuff like that didn't win a Super Bowl. And I know he was younger, but he hasn't. He, by the time he steps on the field, he hasn't played in 700 days. There's been nothing but nonstop drama. Um, he'd have to be great. And devil's advocate here, absolute devil's advocate, not me, not Aiden, but like, you know, Ben Roethlisberger went and won Super Bowls and people did chill on some stuff that like, that people don't really talk about. Like it does happen. It does happen. Like, but, but again, people, you can't point to precedent on an unprecedented, uh, unprecedented situation. We've never seen something like this. There's a lot of numbers. Yeah. So we're just gonna I, have to see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to see. And like, you know, this I, situation I, is so fucked, and it I makes think me it's, grossed out, and it makes me really mad at the NFL. I'm I just think gonna be honest with you. Well, like, dude, of course, and like, Goodell could have straight up. Goodell had had the opportunity to just say a year. He's in charge. He had the opportunity to do that. Yeah, they could fucking... They, he's they in could charge. They it, whatever. It's like, it's like when Biden tweets shit, and he's like, I don't know, like, we we can't let this happen. And it's like, what it's the like, fuck dude, are you talking about? One of the funniest about? tweets I've ever seen is like, why does Joe Biden always vote like he's asking who the president is? Tweet. Man, who's going to do something about this, Jack? Yeah, he does. He does. Dude, the it's, pin, it's hilarious. The okay, well, oh, he's God, a he's husk so of a human being at this point. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> Stop that. That's our, I mean, that's our, that's our fucking, what do you, what do you say? Master, if, master and master in chief. chief. Yeah. It's commander in chief. Commander in chief. Um, master, master chief. I've been master playing chief, Halo. You've been playing Halo. Yeah, that's okay, our master, here's the thing. Dude, if, I, Biden if I'm going to shit talk chief Trump for, for the things that he does, I, I could shit talk Biden for the things that he does too. It's only fair. Sure. Of course. But anyway, okay, so let's move on should, to some other things, but let's button it. Let's button it button real it? fast. Okay, yeah, what do you want to say? We just end talking about laughing about Biden wearing a Master Chief helmet. Who's going to um, do something about this Deshaun situation, <laughs> he's, Jack? He's got like a plasma sword. Um, no, nah, it's horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. Um, and Kilimanjaro. I, Sorry. I think, I think people are, quote unquote, ready to move forward and put it all behind them. I think Aiden makes a great point. We'll see. Um, I... I'm happy. Uh, the only thing I'm happy about is that we don't have to like waste our breath talking about Deshaun every week the way we've been the last like bit. Um, you know, I I know I I would have preferred talking about Aaron Rodgers' contract like last year and stuff. Like this is this has all been really gross and taxing, uh, yeah. and I just feel really bad. I feel so sorry. I feel personally sorry for the for the women involved. Um, if there and for other women that maybe have been involved that we don't even know about, like at one, like the number, like so we have the number of twenty four for, but the other number was like wasn't there like sixty six, like yeah, you know I mean? so it's just like we, I don't know. And look, in another look, thing, the NFL is only basing all of this shit off of like four that they selected, just mm-hmm. so you know, four and, like that they reviewed. So that's a whole nother aspect. And I want to say that like because of Sue L. Robinson's first ruling, I think it gave less wiggle room for what they could like bring down quote unquote, or that's how it's supposed to look. I still think Adele could do whatever he wanted. He's literally in charge. Um, and he, it's cause he wants to avoid bad press, but that's fucking dumb. He's been getting bad press the entire time. He is. You're, he's you're the, the king the, of shirking off like, bad. Like, press. Come on, dude. <clears throat> like you should have just, I mean, whatever. I'm not in charge. All right, but this I'll put a little, doing. I'll say my piece. I've said a lot. Um, I think this situation is disgusting. I think, Luke and I have obviously shown where we stand on this and where we stand and we stand with women. Um, An annoying thing that I keep seeing in social media. So as, as a group of two individuals who have often pushed the boundaries with humor, um, we've grown a lot as people are supposed to do. And we've learned that certain things are taboo enough to not really be common in, in, in humor when you grow up, you shouldn't be using them. And a lot of people are using sexual assault jokes with Deshaun Watson in terms of like statistics for Deshaun's preseason game, this, 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 and this many assaults, like all of these things. It's, it's not funny. It's not funny. Please stop doing it. And it's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. And this is, this is humor that people need to start, you know, moving on from. I mean, here's the thing. It, uh, it, 
Twitter's the gallows, so you're always going to see the worst of the worst there. Twitter and like you're right. And Maybe so, I guess that's the so. Thing. But I'm seeing but, it from like a right. lot of people. No, you're right, and it's but it's all that's always gonna. I mean, that's and it simple. runs the gambit in range. But mm. I'm just saying, like, it's not just people I would expect to be like edge lordy about shit. Um, I left Twitter for a while because it was just fucking depressing. Yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I shouldn't even brought it up. I'm just saying. No, like, no, people need to should. mature it's, with it's their a... humor. Like people need to understand that this is a very serious situation, and you don't need to be making light of it. No, um, definitely not. And look, like, and if and people want to point to the fact that look, this guy was cleared by two grand juries. That's in Texas. That's true. Like, like legal legal side, legal stuff aside, evidence is evidence, and and if there wasn't enough, there wasn't enough. But the the NFL and all this stuff is absolute privilege. You know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. like it, nobody. Nobody is like. I mean, maybe some people are saying, but I don't. I'm not saying the guy should be behind bars, but I'm saying like he doesn't need to be patted on the back and he got some big pats on the back all right let's talk about the bears quickly they had a a prime time thursday night preseason game so i actually was playing a board game after justin fields drive so i was watching the game but it was on silent i was playing a board game which was you know taking a lot of my mental capacity up however um from what i saw games I love board games. Seahawks are not good. They look like a really oh. bad roster. Like really bad. Like we had a we had a muff punt situation that the guy oh. squirted between mm. his legs, mm. which Elijah Hicks returned for uh landed on. Somehow they called it a touchdown. It should have been down at the one. Um Fields has been harried on every single passing play he's attempted in the preseason. Our offensive line is a fucking turnstile to sieve. Not great. Um, however, I think Fields looks great. Uh, I think I he looks very think calm and collected very and athletic. Calm. I can't believe so, how calm he looks. Like he's rolling, he's rolling out, and like his his brain is laser focused on the receivers, but his legs are galloping to the side. It's beautiful. I'm like, I'm like really watching. It. I'm like, fuck yes, like. Oh yeah, I like this guy. And like, he's and I getting have. harassed by the defense, but a little bit of a turnover doing, machine. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he's the thing is though, he only has a couple guys that can get open, and a lot of the time he's not given enough time to let them get open by the offensive line. So he's, he's having to run like every single play. He snuck life. in some sweet passes to some sweet catches too. Like Mooney looked good to commit to. Yeah. Well, Mooney almost got obliterated. Um. So the, he only had one drive that it ended in a field goal, which is okay. And then we scored a touchdown on the next drive. Simeon's actually looked pretty on point. Simeon. And I'm okay with him being a backup. One of the coolest plays, Simeon got a high snap where he had to like jump and one hand tip it to himself. As he's falling back down, he chucks it like Jamie's Winston did in the BCS playoff game um, when he was at Florida State. And our wide receiver like scooped it for a first down catch, but wow. they called it a drop. And then oh, Iberflus no. didn't challenge it, mm. which he I think he should have. Um, I think after fumbling the initial kick return, I think Bayless Jones Jr. VJJ showed he's got some serious jets. He was bursting out there like Cordero, and he had really good punt and kick returns. I think he's got that job locked up. Um, Jack Sanborn continues to look like a fucking beast as an undrafted linebacker from the Big Ten. I love those big beefcake Wisconsin, Michigan State, um, middle linebacker types. You know, like they look like they played in the middle line. Yeah. Oh, I love some short, beefy fucking linebackers, dude. Yeah, they're going to get you your run stops. Okay, so he's looking great. He's looking like a lock to make the roster. The thing is, the Bears' first team doesn't look great, but their second and third team are winning these preseason games, and they're winning through hustle and through tempo. And to me, this says that we have a team that's buying into the hustle approach of Eberflus, and we have a team that's really showing that they're fighting and clawing for the bottom of the roster spots. And we were just trouncing the second and third team Seahawks. So that is good. We're going to turn that bottom of the roster, and then we're going to keep adding talent to the first team. It's going to be a two- to three-year process, but I'm liking where we're at. I know, but I'm watching you guys, and I'm like, I'm like, these guys are going to beat the Lions, these poor fucking Lions. So I'm like, I'm talking about the Bears. I'm like, so I'm like, these Lions are working so hard, and your roster is still better. 
That like, is a great segue to Hard Knocks. Uh, we saw a second episode of Hard Knocks. Um, obviously, the Aiden Hutchinson thing, cool. The One of the guys that – so I know you don't follow the draft as much, but I like to key on players who wrestled, and especially players who were like champion wrestlers. Malcolm Rodriguez, wrestling. champion wrestler. Oh, he's wrestler. a wrestler. Where do you yes. wrestle? He, uh, he wrestled in high school. I don't know if he wrestled at Oklahoma oh, State, okay. but I think Copy. he won state. That's dope. Um, so he would have had to have been like a middleweight. That's why maybe he's like a hard upper. Ass, dude. Dude, yes. And I remember, so Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator, Knowles, went to Ohio State this offseason. And he took Oklahoma State from like a bottom tier defense to a top five defense over his tenure there. And it was a it's a wonky defense that I'm going to have to get used to. Malcolm Rodriguez, his linebacker, he slipped to like the sixth round because he's tiny. However, he's got a an amazing ability as a tackle machine. He's very athletic and fast. And he was like a state champ wrestler. And I remember really wanting him in the draft. And he was like one of my crushes. So to see him lighting it up to the point where the coach of the, of the linebackers for the Detroit lions is literally shit talking the rest of the team is very awesome for me. And it gives me some credence for like my crushes in the draft tend to work out. And I, I, if this were Madden, you would have gotten like you would have gotten a reward for finding a hidden gem. A gem. Yeah. Yes. I and I don't know if I said it out loud in the spectacular, but he was one of the guys I was eyeing. There was just so many good linebackers in this draft that came out. Like, for instance, Tristan Wirfs wrestled in high school. I like Tristan. Immediately Wirfs. translated. Creed Humphrey, the center for the for the Chiefs, who came out of nowhere and was like the best center in the league, wrestler in high school. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, who just got drafted to the Raiders wrestler in high school i look for the wrestlers because they have multiple abilities that directly translate grit yeah, and oh toughness yeah, absolutely um body body um kinesthetic intelligence ability to contort your body and stay um upright and ability to manipulate an opponent's balance like it works it directly translates to the football field especially the contact positions it's not going to work for cornerback as much. It'll work for the contact positions the closer you get to the line. So any other points you want to talk about in the Hard Knocks episode? Um, no, I, I, I think yeah, I think Rodrigo is built for Hard Knocks. He's the exact kind of personality. Rodrigo, this is not even his name. It's so I know. funny. Uh, that's, um, he's built for Hard Knocks. That's the exact kind of storyline uh, that you love in that show. I think that should, I think it's great. A, I'm, I'm, I'm A, dialed in because it's the NFC North. Love the NFC North, uh, but more than that, um, or I guess coupled with that, I really like Dan Campbell, and it's hard not to root for him. I was rooting for him last year too. Um, he's just so pure, and I—he's a character. I buy in when I hear, but they oh are gonna God. suck. You're right; they are gonna suck absolute ass. But I hope they—I hope they let him give this guy like four good years. Let him try. Let him you try have to, to give get him this time. thing in motion because he's this is doing not the same thing the Bears thing. are doing. Absolutely. Culture building. Absolutely. Culture and building. It's not easy. It's not easy. Um, no. And you know, some coaches have like some coaches can't can't do it. Like you know, it it it's it's just tough. And it seems as though these Urban Meyer. Are, huh. Sorry. Yeah, without a doubt. And it seems like these guys have really bought in, and they've had some really good draft picks the last few years. Um, I think they're gonna like. I think they have potential to put something together, and I and I and I want that. It's um, the most likable and interesting Detroit Lions team we've seen since the Megatron era, in my opinion. Right, and what was like definitely about the them? most likable. Schwartz was like um, a prick, like in my opinion. Right, but, I couldn't but stand I him. think Megatron was likable just to watch. Megatron they were, they were was a cool team to watch. Incredibly likable, but Megatron they used to have three dudes covering him. But Megatron, like like Barry, uh, as well, like they both like they aren't pers- they aren't personalities really. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're quiet, and that's okay because their play does their pe- their play is poetry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I did not like Schwartz like, either. You're right. And and Schwartz was not like you know. And people like Stafford. Stafford threw for fucking five thousand. Anybody likes that? But it's just like they these it was ugly lions. Like this lions team is like kind of riveting and they haven't had that to their name in a long time in a lot of top end talent from their high draft picks because they've been sucking so Mm -hmm. much okay so that's hard knocks we had football last night and we have football all the way through monday we have games every single day um they are preseason which gets kind of boring quickly but at least we have something to watch by the way real quick 
for Rodrigo to, to put a button on it, one of my favorite things to see a defensive back or a linebacker do is when they're running either a screen or a running play and you have a wide receiver or a fullback coming in to get a block. Sometimes they teach the defenders to just blow up that blocker to clean him out of the way for the rest of the team to get to the running back. So they'll come in and just like throw it, throw their body into him super hard. And if you see in that clip that they replayed like five times, it's exactly what Rodrigo does. The fullback oh, steps yeah. up to, oh, and he yeah. just fucking pops puts him, him dude. Yeah, puts and him that's down. one of my, like that CTE in a nutshell, I get that, but that's one of my favorite things to see on the football field is a guy willing to throw his body in like that, knowing that he's not even going to make the play. Like he is literally freeing up his teammates by doing that. That's the whole point of it. Good for him. I love that guy. I'm gonna be watching him with a vested interest. I know that's like they're. they're he might building. start. He might start for them. Maybe. I mean, and uh, you know, they're in that they're in that mode. Like, there's no reason that the player they like best isn't gonna start. Nobody. Nobody's really safe except for like Aiden Hutchinson, and Goff. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, um, speaking of speaking on that same sentiment, Rogers uh, called out his his young receivers this week. Um, yeah like basically was like the person that's catching the football is gonna play a lot of other stuff too he looks all clean cut now he looks like he looks like like 2012 rogers like he's ready to go get a super bowl like what's up with that is he gonna hit us with a discount double check and shit don't know don't care okay (laughs) all i know is he's got far less weapons at the wide receiver position than he has the last few years um being a grumpire they're still probably gonna win the division i mean it'd be cool if the vikings win the division it'd be cool yeah i guess what we're gonna beat you guys you don't know what 2022 kirk's all about dude there's no fricks there's no gosh darns after every single play but but kirk against yeah but listen uh, uh, kirk against the uh niners fired up nailed this awesome completion and yelled you like that joint practice yeah and he yelled you like that you fucking like that and 2020 Ooh, the fucking he threw 20, fucking in there yes 2022 okay kirk it's on is different fucking everybody's everybody's doing these memes where it's like kirk under zimmer versus kirk under fucking o'connell and shit dude he's such a bad boy Luke, everybody's so um, fired up fucking darisaw is getting is getting the most praise you've ever heard Fucking Zadarius like Smith, Zadarius Smith, and Daniel Hunter have been an absolute fucking nightmare for people. Darisaw even getting cooked by Bosa looked good because uh, Bosa's still Bosa. Bosa's so good. Yeah. Let me say um, this, Luke. I don't often feel bad for you, but this is no one reason of those to feel bad for me. Well, just let me finish. This this is one of those weird situations where I just truly feel bad for you that you've had to circ to Soleil your mind into actually liking Kirk Cousins. Um, I feel so bad for you on that count, especially when you guys attempted to trade up for Justin Fields, but you were too cheap. That's it. That's my point. Um, yeah, that sounds exciting. That sounds exciting for you. I'm very pleased with Kirk, and Kirk is in a position finally where he's taken control of the team there's nobody that doesn't like him everybody likes him fucking this is his squad fucking backup hits a hits a long pass and kirk runs like 70 yards up the field to like like onto the field to like fucking like get with the team and shit like it, people are just crazy like we're hyped is right he now. still built like a box of cereal because he's got those like rib protectors and shit i don't know he looks like a good quarterback dude he looks like the quarterback of my dreams right. big tall strong stands in the pocket can scramble if dude. he needs to uh, we're doing ha- some serious Tokyo rolls in your mind to, uh, to accommodate this. If, okay. How is how is Justin Jefferson setting records every season? How is no? Uh, I'm it, saying if Kirk Cousins was not on the Vikings, you would hate him. You would hate him so much. That's not true. I like the pick when Washington did it. I fucking... yeah, but you didn't know that the that the, the COVID situation was the same. It, it made did. more sense when he was killing it on his rookie contract ahead of the second overall pick but then he became an absolute piece of work and you know he, it he did uh he did miss our preseason game because of a uh about with covid so sean Mannion uh and kellen mond got a lot of reps and kellen mond impressed uh yeah which i'm really not a big me. fan of murder Mannion. he's not I talk, he doesn't have I the mod ability no mond is is absolutely the better option seemingly just based off that first game um i still don't know I still don't know. I think that it wouldn't hurt to get somebody on the uh, to to go along, but I think Mond has potential, and I was really 
you know, eating my foot a little bit uh, when I saw him play in a in a game situation. He looked he looked solid. Had a few let's, had a few fuck ups. Had a few fuck ups, but he's young. Let's close out with Madden, Luke. We both had Madden. We got that pre order bonus. We got oh it three God, days early, and life. on top of that. When I was sitting there at like 11 a.m. knowing I couldn't play the game for 12 hours till 11 p.m., I started fiddling. You know, I got in there and I found this 10-hour trial that you yeah. could do, and I got Luke in on that. I called him when he was, uh, I called, yeah. So Luke answered. I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we played. We played at the appropriate time, and we played our fun, Luke and Aiden man. Bowl. Yeah. Do you want to was... talk about the Luke and Aiden Bowl? Oh my God. So if, if for those who aren't aware, uh. In the good old days, when NCAA and then Madden would drop a few weeks apart, uh, one of us would cop, and then we would fucking play either Notre Dame v. Ohio State. Which or, is the true Luke and Aiden Bowl. Yes. Because the bowl Bears. is the bowl games, yeah. Yes. Uh, or Vikings-Bears. So we did a connected franchise, and we're playing Vikings-Bears. Came down to OT. Bro, it was like 50-something to 40-something, wasn't it? I mean, yes, it was a very and if tightly there was contested ever, game. <laughs> if there was ever a situation where Luke may reevaluate his stance on the um, overtime rules, this must have been it because I got the toss yeah. and then I drove down the field. Cooked and here's what's silly. Since we played a connected franchise, we were we let each other make a couple trades. Like I got Garrett Wilson on the Bears. I know that's a big deal, but I need <laughs> to get him. I know. Luke got two super good offensive linemen from the Patriots for probably nothing. So his offensive line was set. The problem was when we simmed to week five, when the bears played the Vikings for the first time, both of the bears running backs were injured, David Montgomery and Cleo Herbert. So I had to go peruse the free agent pool running backs to see who I could pick up in a certain, a certain Adrian Peterson was just sitting there all pretty and 37 years old. So I signed Adrian Peterson I, he was wearing like a teens digit number. Like he was wearing like 10. He was wearing 10. I hit him on like a 70 yard pass play touchdown where I rolled out right and he did a wheel route up the sideline. And then he had the walk off rushing touchdown against the Vikings. And I did it on purpose. It was pretty gross. It was a really close game. I think Jefferson had 300 yards. Luke mm-hmm. was down by two scores at one point, and then he just had a comeback. Da, 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 da. I was like, he was rolled like, out with Kirk like every play. Kirk's fast, and like I, I literally, and I said it to you on when my, when me you and T were talking during the game. I was like, watch a Vikings game. Kirk can like run 10 yards for. <laughs> watch a first you down. watch a game. I'm just saying, like he's fast, bro. He's it's sneaky fast. He's not he's not a Mac Jones back there. He's so the fucking, new. I'll I'll have to keep an eye out. The new Madden game is a lot of the same, and I've had two game-breaking bugs so far. I don't know if that's a me problem. It seems to be a consistent me problem. Here's what um, I'll say. Like, I- what'll keep happening, Luke, is something will happen where I'll either try to call a timeout or there will be a flag, and then instead it'll like show the player's turn to walk back to the huddle, and then it just won't go to the menu. and It'll just zoom oh, in on their sucks. face, oh, that's and I the have worst. to like exit the game. No, I hate that. I think um, it's more of the same when I play uh, on the Xbox One version, um, like because I went. Yeah, back, I need to I went, upgrade. I was I'm playing on Series X and I was playing for a minute. I did um, this is a surprising thing. So obviously I did the Vikings franchise with you because that's my squad. But like, I was like, what's the the newest stuff I could do? And I'm like, Commanders, brand new name, brand new uniforms. I was like. I'll do that and fuck around with the roster. So I got like McCaffrey in there, Jefferson in there, like all all these all mystic, your draft picks, all these pieces, uh, all my draft picks gone, and yeah. uh, and I kept Carson Wentz because he can fucking throw a bomb. It was crazy. He can be good on Madden. Oh my god! So I kept him, and I like I was. It's this ob- absolute fantasy team, um, but you know it's it's been a lot of fun and they have some they have like a new passing system i haven't really grown accustomed to so i haven't tried it uh on the series x but when i play it on the the one version it does feel more like my ps4 version just to like okay you know so I mean? maybe that's part of the problem i, I need think to upgrade to get extra when you upgrade it just looks yeah. it just looks nice you know what i mean it's just like an added layer of looking nice like you can, feel like you can that- touch it a little I have that version i just have to get the new console um my so wife got i won this me. i am not a rich man I won the Super Bowl with the Bears against the Bengals, and then I was like, okay, let's let's up the ante. You know what I mean? So I made a Falcons franchise. Get this, Luke. 
I said it immediately to all Madden. I was like, oh, I'm wow. going to play every game Ballsy. to the end. And I so right now I'm like six and two. I lost to Tampa Bay in division and to the Rams. They were like just too good for me. I couldn't even get the ball off. They were just sacking me. Um, guess who my QB is, Luke? Number seven, Malik Willis traded the Tennessee Titans to get Malik like Willis because his face is scanned in the game. So it's, like it's more it. him. He's like yeah. the only rookie QB with his face scanned in yet. Um, he's got 92 speed, but he's only 69 overall. So mm-hmm. I've got a lot of turnovers with him, like a lot. I... Um, my running back, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. And I traded for Trayvon Diggs on defense. Oh, I love it. And I he threw... won a game with a pick six. I threw a lot of picks to Trayvon Diggs because – Wentz did not want to resign with me and I had no draft capital to even though we went to the playoffs and I simmed because I wanted to be fair I didn't want to just win every game so like I put together this roster I swear to god we were uh 15 and 2 like oh my god yeah and then you we got had to the, all the good right, players right but in my division were the cowboys and they were also like 11 and 5 or whatever 11 and uh and so was Who's the third team that would be? Um, Eagles. Um, yes, the Eagles were also Giants. eleven and five. Not the Giants. The Eagles were eleven and five or whatever. I think and they're so, going to be so good this year, and, by the way. And so the Cowboys ended up playing us in the playoffs, beat our ass, went on to win the Super Bowl against the Bengals, and then oh my god, the second season I had no draft capital, so uh, I ended up scoring a first round pick from somebody on a trade, and then drafted middle linebacker from Bama. 2020. Oh, Henry 2020. Yeah, and he fucking balls. But um, I I did a trade to get Desmond Ritter, so he's lightning fast. Um, absolute lightning fast. But oh I my still God. have him on the Falcons. So many picks. So many picks. Yes. So what I do, I have to like literally run the ball like three quarters of the game, and just Saquon's got like twenty five carries per game, and Malik's got like ten. But I. Some some game, dude. The absolute most cheat code on offense in that entire game is Kyle Pitts at tight end. He's unreal because he's so fast. You just can get him in the open field. I brought Jefferson on. He's a cheat code. He's insane. Jefferson. I mean, look what Jefferson did to the Bears when we played each other. I literally said out loud, "I'm like, I just don't think I can cover him. Mm-mm. I don't think it's oh, possible." You know who else is insane? Because I was playing on our on our connected last night. I moved our week and I was playing. I saw. I saw. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Dalvin is insanely good. Dalvin really? Cook is insanely good. Like, dude, you, I'll just run four play like every play. It's just fun. Like he, when you have a good running back on this game, him and McCaffrey, I've played with both. It's a lot of fun. Saquon's I think they made too. the running a little more. I I I dig it, man. I'm really pumped to have a Madden game. Um, I mean, I've been playing constantly. Yeah. So I, I I bet you this has probably been the most boring part for people to talk about a meaningless franchise that only mattered to us. Nah, it means a lot. No, we're talking a lot. brand new game. All right. So we talked about some things. Um, we have football for the next few days. We're back in the swing. I have class starting next week, so we're probably going to start recording on Friday mornings. I think that's going to be the only available day I'm going to have in the morning. I so Friday morning. Here we are. We've done it the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll work. We'll get to recap the Thursday's game. So I think I guess that'll make it a little out. confusing. Uh, recapping the third with our picks, won't it? We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll figure. But it I, out. I, I, that's the only day I can do it. But all right, for NFL Mayo, I've Aiden's, been Aiden. Aiden for now. He's being replaced. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for now, I've been Aiden. <laughs> and fucking like next week it's T wearing the same shirt as you and like his hair is dyed your colors like and I'm Aiden and fucking <laughs> alright I'm um, Luke let's get out of here alright bye guys oh wait I wanted to say Tuan our boy in Seattle went to the Bears Seahawks game last night let's send us a picture I was like dude I can't believe you didn't go to this game and he sent a photo like and he said bitch you thought and he was throating a glizzy right there right there in the fucking hawk's nest alright let's get out of here Yeah, I'm not